your friends tell me about Jambosky. I don't know about Jambosky. Please tell me about it. Hey, yo, speaking of Jambosky, take on the dreadlock, man. Hey, yo, sir. Blood. What? Tell me something about Jambosky. She wants to know, man. Tell me everything you know. She wants to know yeah. the whiff, man, the heights, man. I'm going tell you right now, the boy's long, man. The boy's long and mean, man. You don't mess with the Jimmy, man. Boy, when I was a kid, man. Little boys and girls don't want to mess with the Jimmy, man. The boy, three years old, man. The boy, like, seven foot tall. Seven foot? Seven foot, man. Seven tall. And we're not counting his hair, man. Man, the Jimmy was no joke, man. Man, you never want to mess with the Jimmy, man. Certainly don't. Man, let me get out of here, man. You don't want to hear no more about this, man. All right, just like man. Peace. Rise, man.
that's how I got to have it. Got a hey habit, but I'm still on point. One of the most wanted to rock on somebody joint. It be the B R A T, the mind blower, the rough rhyme thrower. Y'all busters can't see riding drop top roasters. The hair with all that ghost stuff. Only triangles dangle when I bust. You see people around town talk this and that. Said I sound like the clown in my head was wet. Drop the album, pump the fire, and the corner was gold. Thirty days later, the L went gold, and I'm. It's your boy Young Room, and you're now catching the vibe rocking with the Joker on 514 Online Mix Radio. And my nigga, we chills for real Awesome. Yeah, 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 ye
Tryna swing on the double nine, gotta find them dubs. Wanna get work and a thug get love. What's up? Tryna sing on my corner, nigga, use a corner. St. Clair niggas don't like that. And selling them dummies, making that money. Come back, nigga, get that pap. From the first to the fifteenth, niggas smoke way weed. But I gotta say, gotta come up. Put my rocks in the club. Wanna get high, nigga, place that blood. Huh? Time to roll to the pad. Got on my property and add it to the stash. Gotta watch my back seat for niggas that's trying to rob me. But never no shots and no losses Don't make you beat these niggas up off me See, get us up a whole block Spend a couple of beers, thugs Smoke a lot of weed on the wake fur up, Wake up, wake up, it's wake up to Wake up, to get up, get up, get up Get up, get up, get up, get up I'm feeling buzz, I'm Friday in the morning, stretching, I'm yawning, lightweight bitch, chugga lugga, take a fifth to the dawn, it's night I got geek with my truck, but it did this class, so I'm getting me hustle long, hop on the phone, call it a crazy phone, when I know DJ OG check on, I'm hop on the bus with B, and I'm coming with blood after blood of the scum, nigga T just put me down, oh God, how I love when it first come around, now I'm a freaking bit black and mild, head across town, cause nigga the first get celebrated, rushing to the block cause I wanna get faded, looking on wild cause I'm needing me hair braided, we heavy off into the sky, Just call me that post line. The nickels and dimes at 20s and 50s. The first be the day for the dope man. Slinging that cocaine food. And I'm working late tonight. And all them things be loving them fools. Cause I got them rocks full of them pots. Come come with the ears. I gotta get paid. All the first gotta blaze up my split. Get live with the both those poetic hustlers in the graveyard ship. On the fire. Wake up, wake up, wake up. It's wake up, Yo, 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 what's good? It's your boy Cap, a.k.a. King of the Witty Raps, Cap716. Y'all know who I'm with? I'm on the pop-up show with yo, the Joker. Yo, what's up, man? Yo, what's happening tonight, man? I'm going to check out a few skeezers over there, you know what I'm saying? Yo, man, I've seen a lot of skeezers in this place tonight, man. I know, I'm ready to do the wild thing, you know what I'm saying? And, and, and it's going to do something like this. Some say it's an art, some say it's a shame. You would give me your body before your name, but I'm a jigger. I'm a jigger wherever it you go. So later on, don't act like you don't know. When I pick out the freaks in the front row, I'm the rapper J, that's the rapper X. We're known for praying, tag team sex. When I get you in the house, you know what I do? Well, let me tell you a story that's definitely true. When I came to the party, I was by myself. Nine times out of ten, I'm leaving someone else. It's something about the way I rock the microphone. The ladies in the face want to
For an old school jam. Representing that old school. Take it back. You, you, you want to go back? Let's go back in style. An old school classic. Spun by the pop up show, Mr. Joker.
streets Another world of girls that brought the backseat Systems that are picking, taking many black beats This and that going on, this and that street I remember the time there was a jam in another block No, no music, no pop rules till after dark That's when it's it starts happening Brothers from the app, this and that again By the roof in the back, in the corner in the dark By the roof, by the basketball court in the park By the fence, by the bully dog park The crowd crowds around like No doubt, it's your boy the Joker to overlook MC right here on a Friday. Yeah, <clears throat> excuse me. Been through it all, man. No doubt, we giving this old school hip hop on Friday at Indie Artist Friday. Niggas is dead. Yeah, we gonna be playing some good stuff today. You know what I mean? We gonna be playing that uh, John Sparks and you know, you know, featuring you know, Kenna Page and Buffalo's own Prince Killer and also Prince Killer. It's also featuring the Ron O'Neill trap. We gonna be playing that. Divino Divine, we'll be playing that. And we also will be playing Sadeja, who will be on the show Friday. Yeah. Live interview on the show. G Precious. You know, a couple Christmas joints to keep you in the Christmas spirit. Yeah, we here on 514 Online Mix. It's your boy, The Joker, the Overlook MC. Make sure you go to the IBP Media Group. Yes, IBP Media Group on YouTube, on YouTube right now. Make sure y'all subscribe and see us live on the top of the hour. No doubt, we have a good discussion today. Royalty based, royalty only, royalties in the music industry, royalties and royalties, just nothing but royalties. Who make the most money, indie artists versus mainstream? Let's break it down. See who y'all know about the business. Now, I mean, we gonna get it in. And all that And we gonna definitely give you some marketing tips To help you artists go to the next level And definitely be successful in 2023 No doubt, it's your boy The Joker Overlook MC Y'all stay tuned in right now Right here on 514 Online Mix Radio No doubt for blocks through hard tops in the parking lots where my nigga rock like the spark a lot. My Brooklyn style speak for itself like a wrestler. Another notch under my belt. The embezzler, chrome treasurer, the UNO competitor. I'm 10 steps ahead of you. I'm a leader. Y'all yeah, some following shit. Coming in this game on some modeling shit. Just suck cock just to get to the top. I put a hundred percent in every line I drop. It's the Q to the B with the M O B B. Queensbridge, Brooklyn, and we D double E P. What? Y'all wish I lived a life I lived. And yo, prodigy, uh, tell them what uh, this is done. Yo, it's done. the real yeah. shit, shit to make you feel shit. Dump them in the club, shit. Have you out and out when you bump this? Drugs to your eardrum, the war uncut. Have a nigga OD, cause it's never enough. Yo, it's the real yeah. shit, shit to make you feel shit. Dump them in the club, shit. Have you out and out when you bump this? Drugs to 
to your eardrum, the raw uncut. Yeah. Have a nigga OD, cause it's never I enough. I can never get enough of it. Yo, that's my shit. I need that shit to boost my adrenaline. You rock that shit, that real life shit. Makes bitches wanna thug it, makes the projects love it. We come through like fuck it. Yo, want problems, pursue it. Let's do it. Infamous small bosses. Check out the portrait at the round table. My thun speaker with his twin ghosts. Gangsta, how we rock. While you watch, attracted our style. This is how we get down. With big jewelry and big guns. We get busy and get grizzly. Beat niggas bloody, twist niggas frontin'. Get to running. For the men's get to dumping. The fans get to dumping. MOBB got the whole spot jumping. When my niggas step in the place, then you gotta love it. The real shit, shit to make you feel shit. Lump them in the club, shit. Have you out the now when you bump this? Love to your eardrum, the war uncut. Have a nigga OD, cause it's never enough. Yo, it's the real shit, shit to make you feel shit. Dump them in the club, shit. Have you out the now when you bump this? Love to your eardrum, the war uncut. Have a nigga OD, cause it's never enough. It's your boy, this joke with Overlook over over MC, over MC, the host of the review show and the pop up show. show. You are now you tuned are now in tuned to 514 Online Mix Radio. radio. I'm burning, suckers so away protection. Now who's next when Ed's flexing? I'm the bread, and you are just a crumb off. Jerking your Jimmy, but you still can't come off. I'm from Roxbury, the berry, but not the fruit, y'all. Don't make me act like where I come from, cause it's brutal. Hold my bone in a zone that's neutral. Soon to be large, the whole nine yards, but I ain't suit, y'all. Suckers be swearing that they're staring, it's gonna scare me. Look, but don't touch, and if you do, be prepared, G, to go out. Just like your first day off punishment, the Bulldogs, Roxbury, and Boston is what I represent. The Black United leaders living directly on groove and sounds. At first you didn't know us, but now it's like you put me down. We didn't get in there so you can get in with us. You wasn't down when we was riding the bus. So put on your Adidas and step off. I got to have No need for me to run away. Brother, put the gun away. You wanna take my life away as if we were in combat? You can buy some new Adidas, but you can't buy my life back. Hey, yo, what's up with that? Why is it like that? Let's stand together, y'all. And fight that in a race to replace waste with a taste just in case. You can't face the place that you've been put in. If you was my kid for what you did, you have a foot in. Right in your ass. Another term's rectum. Kids are having kids, they're not parents, so they let them. Do things that shouldn't be done. You're not a father because you got a son unless you're taking care of him. Crap. It's more contagious to raise. Basic broads are having basic babies. Now how that sound? Not profound. Black people unite and let's all get down. I got to have Bulldogs in sight and we be seeing I don't wanna stand on a corner I'm MCing Call me a goody 
two shoes, who's in the right shoes, B? I don't have to pump jumps or clock G's. It's my turn to go, and I got the right away. You gotta fight your way to see another brighter day, but that's another subject. You like it or you love it. JL is, get jealous, no push, but I'ma shove it. But regardless, when times are hardest, I cleaned off the dirt, cause they needed a polish. When you're in like food in your stomach, they wanna stick with you. But when you're out like Elvis, they wanna dick you. But hey, that's okay, cause we kept on striving, and even when T lost his car, we kept on driving. You had your chance to advance, but you blew it. Now ask yourself this question, do you like the way I do what I got to have? I'm gonna get to know you better This Christmas And as we trim the tree How much fun it's gonna be together This Christmas The fireside is blazing bright Whoa Christmas from me. Whoa, 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 whoa. Ha. Let's go. Woo. and cards are here. My world is filled with cheer and you.
dope hip hop. I tuned in to 514onlinemix.com. Salute. your boy young room and you now tuned into the liveest podcast in the gang with the joker on 514 online mix radio Good. 
So sweet, let me buy you a drink. Hit you with a proposition, what you think? Can I be your baby? Jumped over looking sick, host of the review show in the pop up show. You are now tuned in to 514 Online Mix Radio. Get rich, so get in my way, boy, get to kicking like Luke 
ask for. Talking tough, I'm up giving what they ask for. Dudes ain't built like that, cause they ass broke. It's like they got ass run, they don't want smoke. They don't want smoke. They don't want smoke. Dudes ain't built like that, they don't want smoke. They don't want smoke. They don't want smoke. It's like they got ass run, they don't want smoke. The boy fire weather rhyming fast and rhyming slow. Y'all buy suda, trash rap, adios. I get cash and Bitcoin, that's a lot of dough. I want bogeys revving and loud, that's a lot of smoke. Who the fuck you think you kidding? You were skipping school, I was cooking in the kitchen. You wasn't selling crack, nigga, you was in detention. I was heavy in the game, deep in them trenches. See, I don't care about your rap sheet. All my blood, sweat, and tears on these rap sheets. You a hoster, not a shooter, dog, you pack heat. I done clap niggas, bro, they on back streets. Whoa, I talk about it cause I'm about that. I want it, I ain't got it, my nigga, you coming out that. For you Jimmy niggas frontin', I'm the one that hates it. She don't want smoke, I pray to God that you suffocate. These niggas frontin', I'ma give them what they ask for. Talkin' tough, I'ma give them what they ask for. Dudes ain't built like that, cause they ass broke. It's like they got ass run, they don't want smoke. They don't want smoke, they don't want smoke. Dudes ain't built like that, they don't want smoke. They don't want smoke, they don't want smoke. It's like they got ass run, they don't want smoke. Good morning, it's your boy Young Room, and you're now catching the vibe rocking with the Joker on 514 Online Mix Radio. Yeah, yeah, Davino Divine, Davino Divine. Baby, tell me, do you like it? Do you still get excited? I smack it while you ride it. Now bend it over, let me bite it. Yeah, can I wake you out your sleep? Can I wake you out your sleep? Late night munchies, can I eat? Throw it back, look back while I beat. Got my hands around your neck like a leash. No keys, but when I'm in it, make you sing. Eat the cake, anime, I can make you cream. Dirty wine on it, baby, do your thing. I like to splash when I smash, diving in your streams. I can't get enough of your loving. You way too hot to touch with no oven. When I'm tired of the nonsense, you go straight to the head like my conscience. Slow stroke, deep throat, no ostrich. There's a meeting in my bed, no conference. Lord knows that without it, girl, I just can't think. We not together, but together, a lot of love we make. Now, do you like it? Do you still get excited? Yeah, I shut it while you ride it. Now, bend it over, let me bite it. Baby, tell me, do you like it? Do you still get excited? I shut it while you ride it. Now, bend it over, let me bite it. Still get them chills down your spine Whenever your boy cross your mind You know just like me, you divine For you, I'm not worried, I will walk the hoop. Ain't gotta worry about cash Cause you know that it's coming quick fast Hit my line and I pull up with lash But still take my time cause I want it up Yeah, you gon' give me some I'm stuck on you just like give me on Whips and chains in case you wanna run You a one of one, you worth a million and I'm not passing, I know what you like, but I still like asking. Your girl drive me crazy like midnight traffic, got you down on all foes, cause that thing fantastic. Yay, feel the vibe, wet, wet, make a brother wanna slide. I find my 
lips, then I lick you in your eyes. Is it cool? I wanna eat that bitch alive, no Jeffrey. Yeah, baby girl, you so sexy. Clean but in the bed, so messy. Melt in your mouth like Nestle. If I fall for your love, tell me what you can do. You like it? Do you still get excited? Yeah, I shut it while you ride it. Now bend it over, let me bite it. Baby, tell me, do you like it? Do you still get excited? I shut it while you ride it. Oh yeah. Hey ladies, this is Deja, and I love this beat. This song right here is what you pump up to let the whole world know that you love your man and you got his back. Check it. I'm gonna love you Yes, indeed. That's Sideja. She will be on the show Monday morning. A live interview. Yes, indeed. She'll be a live interview on the radio side and a podcast side. The most amazing pop and R&B singer, Sideja. She also have an amazing Christmas album. We're going to play uh, a couple of her tracks. You know what I mean? Uh, during her interview. But we're going to play 
the one the one single that she released last year, Christmas time, and is doing amazing this year on the Christmas holiday. Dance with me on this Christmas. This is Sadeja, and she will definitely be on the show Monday. No doubt. This is your boy, the Joker, the Overlook MC on 514 Online Mix Radio.
This your boy, Joker Overlook, host of the Review Show and the Pop-Up Show. You are now tuned in to 514 Online Mix Radio. Yeah, there's no doubt. No doubt. It's your boy, the Joker Overlook, MC, live and direct here on 514 Online Mix Radio Live. We about to go right into the podcast side, which is IBP Media Group on YouTube. So make sure you go to YouTube and subscribe right now. Subscribe, like, comment, all that good stuff. Keep them out of the rhythms dancing. Keep them out of the rhythms moving. Keep them out of the rhythms doing the bus stop so we can keep on getting people to see what we got going on and also support these indie artists that we play on the station every morning on the pop-up show with the Joker. No doubt we finna go ahead and go to the podcast side right now and you're going to hear some things on the radio side that we are paying bills, uh, fire as advertisement and all that. If you want more information on that, Make sure you hit up 514onlinemix.com and email them if you want to advertise something you got going on on an album or something like that. And they will definitely hit with you. The team is definitely nice and, and do what we do. So shout out to the team. Uh, shout out to uh, the 514 team in Montreal, Canada, as you know. And uh, we're going to keep doing what we're doing. So uh, no doubt, let's make this happen. No doubt. Cider and Henny, baby. Yeah, we vibing. Cider and Henny, baby. It's Christmas time, yeah. Cider and Henny, baby. Got it so late. Cider and Henny, baby. Cider and Henny, baby. Cider and Henny, baby. Sleep. Can I wake you out your sleep? Late night munchies. Can I eat? Throw it back. Look back while I beat. Got my hands around right your neck like a leash. No keys. But when I'm in it, make you sing. Eat the cake and I make. I can make you cream. Dirty wine on the Baby, do your thing. I like a splash when I smash, diving in your streams. I can't get enough of your loving. You way too hot to touch with no oven. When I'm tired of the nonsense, you go straight to the head like my conscience. Slow stroke, deep throat, no ostrich. There's a meeting in my bed. Wrote things on these words, so I flexed it. SAT on these bars, so I tested. New sound in your ear, the mic check this. So I get a call one day, my man say, I got somebody I want you to meet. Go by the name of the Joker. So I, I'm in the way. I come meet him, knowing we just take off from there, man. We've been grinding for a long time, man. But I guess that grind go overlooked. Out. It's your boy, the Joker, the Overlook MC, live and direct right here on the podcast side 
uh, making it do what it do, like we always do all week, all morning. And I have my co-host in the building, Jerry Taker in the house yeah. this morning. You know, this should, this should be called the uh, Step on Toes podcast. For sure. <laughs> awesome. You know, because uh, my inbox was crazy uh, yesterday. Uh, you know, you know, some people got any feelings, you know what I mean? But, you know, um, you know, at the end of the day, I'm telling the truth. It's all good. But even the Russian Network in the building, what's going on, family? My affiliate family right there, man, doing their thing, man. Even the Russian Network radio is definitely be jamming. Uh, you know, I was doing some prep work and I was jamming to that joint, man. They be jamming, man. It's playing some old school joints. You know what I mean? I was rocking and I was doing my thing. I was enjoying the movement was going on in that wave, man. All the artists need to go ahead and represent that right there. They need to go ahead and make it do what it do. Uh, you know, today um, is definitely going to be interesting. Uh, this topic right here is going to uh, really let you uh, and these artists really know what's really going on uh, when it comes to this industry uh, and everything. Uh, you know, that, 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 little, that little question right there, right there is going to re-surprise a lot of people. Um, you know, a lot of people think that, uh, you know, they see people doing things on the internet. They see people doing things and all that and, and, and seeing how they grind and everything, but you can do the same thing too. You know what I mean? And royalties only who makes more money in the artist versus mainstream. What you think? Jertaker? Well, if you're talking like how much, um, I would say it'd be the same because, yeah, mm. uh, you know, if some people say like that how much they're making per, you know, stream or whatever. I mean, I could see, I could, I could see you saying that, but not really. Uh, no. And royalties only. Uh, if we if we talk about other things, if we talk about endorsements, and we talk about other things they doing merch, uh, you know, and all that. Uh, I'm talking about, um, like for example, you an indie artist, right? And if you take Lil Wayne when he first started, when he got signed, when he first started as, what, 12, 13-year-old boy signed to cash money, and you started the same time he did, who's making the most money? Um, That I'm not sure. You. Really? As an indie artist. Hmm. Let's make that very clear to you indie artists. You. You know why? I'm going to break everything down. Um, and those who, you know, I know, you know, um, the Evil Russian Network has a record label and other people that know what that have been. So I've been signed before. I've been signed to Sony. I've been signed to Universal before. Um, um, you know what I mean? Uh, yeah, no doubt, no doubt, no doubt. Even the Russian Network radio. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, no doubt. Yeah. Y'all see that right there. Y'all see that right there. Um, um, yeah. Um, uh, number one is when you're signed. Every piece of your money you're making, you're paying somebody. As an indie artist, you're not. Uh, especially in the 90s. Uh, 98% of the people that got signed was getting a 360 deal. That means 360. That's a whole circle, right? Everything you do, their hand is in the cookie jar. That's called a 360. 
If you're making merch, they're getting a percentage. If they're getting a movie deal, they're getting a percentage. If you're doing a commercial, they're getting a percentage. If your CD sales, they definitely getting a percentage. They they get more than a percentage. They get most of it. They only giving you a a, a a point, which is one percent. Um uh um anything you're doing in your career, the company, somebody's getting paid, the management, the record labels, uh uh the street team. The marketing executives, the regular executive, and our executives, they all got their hand in your pockets. They got them in your back pocket, front pocket. They got you in, in your account. They, they they got your cash app. If it was a cash app back in the day, they getting a little bit of that. They getting a little bit of your everything, everything. You know what I mean? So when you're an indie artist and you're really on your grind like a Drake, and you're really on your grind like a Cardi B, or you really grind like an offset. If you really on your grind like a Yo Gotti or, or any one of your favorite artists out there from Lil Durk to uh, 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 the Uzi Verk and all that. If you really on your grind like that and you're indie artist, you're getting paid more. You're getting make more money than them. You're making more money than them. That's why every marketing uh, campaign management company always say if you get signed, you're stupid. Don't get me wrong, it's some good, amazing labels out there that's independent that give you, uh, uh, these artists, a big chunk of change and really getting them a bag. Shout out to, uh, especially the way Griselda run his business. He's actually opening, giving artists at least four or five windows to make money. And not just on their side of the game, but also on the business side of the game. So shout out to uh, people like Griselda and People like uh, uh, Yo Gotti, not Yo Gotti, but uh, uh, Gucci Man's label. Uh, uh, people like they really giving the artists the forefront, most of the forefront money, which is cool with an advancement, with an investment. You know what I mean? Advance check. So it's like, you know what I mean? But still, going through that circle, you if you're on that same type of grind, same type of energy, same type of vibe, you're getting paid more money than that artist, period. You know what I mean? Just to make that clear. Um, that's these, this, 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 this conversation is for artists who's actually putting in the work. I'm not talking to you artists. You just come out with a song and you post it up on your distribution and then you put a couple posts up for about two weeks and then you sit up back and chill, wait till you go back to the studio, record another song. Then four weeks later, you got another song and then you repeat. I'm not talking to y'all. Y'all doing it as a hobby. Y'all not really putting in your grind. If you're an artist and you're doing that and you don't understand what's going on, you're doing it as a hobby. If you really want to know how to really do this thing as an artist, you need a management coach. Uh, you don't need a manager. You need a management marketing coach or marketing manager to help you manage the market of your brand to get you out there as a Lil Wayne, Cardi B. Uh, Miss uh, Yelly, I could keep going all day to all these mainstream artists. You could be in that wave and independent wave. Do you know an independent artist right now, Jer Ticker, that's getting paid more than Drake right now on the low? Um, not exactly because I don't know exactly how much people are making. Okay. Not a lot of people are gonna yeah flaunt flaunt out exactly how much they're making. So I I wouldn't I wouldn't know. And if they are, they're probably keeping it low key. Are they definitely low key. I mean, he's definitely low key. He 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 don't report. He re, he reports. He got his 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 net worth 
on here on there, but it's not accurate because he don't report everything he do because he's an independent artist. He's one of the first independent artists to he's almost a billionaire, really. Uh Tech Nine. Okay. The rapper Tech Nine gets paid more than Drake. He's independent. He gets paid to be honest with you, far as far as Royalties. I'm talking about royalties and music, not in endorsements, not in investments and nothing like that. Uh, putting money into this business. I'm talking about straight music royalties. He gets paid more than Drake. He gets more paid than Jay than Jay Z. He gets more paid than Eminem. Anybody that's in the top tier on the mainstream, he get paid more than anyone. You know, put it like that, straight like that, straight facts. So anything you see that's on his Google and you in his Wikipedia, how much he's worth. That's all royalties. That don't got nothing to do with his merch. He don't report none of that. He he said that on the interview on the podcast. He was on the podcast. Uh, I think it was called um, Underground Rats Podcast. He was interviewed him. It was out of that that podcast out of Oakland, and he was interviewing and he was saying that uh, uh, he was saying that uh, yeah, he don't report a lot of things. He just pays taxes to keep it moving, but he does report his royalties to the forefront of industry so they can know exactly how much he's worth. Uh, you know what I mean? And everything that he see, that's just straight off his royalties. Not show money, not ticket sales, straight ASCAP, publishing, streams, um, hard copies, um, vinyl, hard copies. Um, you know, that he's talking about that. Uh he's talking about um, yeah, definitely this those those areas. Uh uh, you know, his uh sound scan, his all that. You know what I mean? So just just off of the royalties only, he get paid more than Jay Z, and Jay Z's a billionaire. So what did that tell you? Well, it tells you not to sign to labels unless you know that actually, yeah, not to sign to labels because you're not more than likely aren't gonna, or if you're going main main mainstream signing labels, I should say. Yeah, yeah, and also to, um, it's interesting that Nas was on the new Jig Champs. And he was saying that um, they asked him what artists um, that said no to him to a feature. And he had to think about it for a long time on the whole show. He was thinking about it for like a good eight minutes. Like, who? He said, I never really, nobody really said no. He said, nobody really said no for a feature or Nas. But Nas said, he thought about it. And he said, yeah, somebody did say no. And they asked him, who was it? He said, Prince. He wanted to do a feature with Prince and Prince told him no. And you know why he told him no? Why? Because Prince asked him, do you own your masters? And he said, no. He said, then you can't have a feature with me. And Prince was going to do it for free. Because he didn't own his masters, Prince said no. See, Prince was putting people on game back then, and people wasn't paying attention. Every award he got on stage, he revealed the industry and that's why they never really invited him back to a lot of the awards because if he would have won, they know he was going to go on stage and reveal some things. And he let people know how the industry is. Same thing with Michael. And they, they, so coincidentally, they got killed. But, you know, that's another show. Um, yeah, it, 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 that's how, that's just, this is how the industry is. And, and for him to say that, when you're an indie artist, and you own the finishing 
I make this real clear. The finishing composing work, that's your masters. But the but the composing creativity composing work you don't own. That's two different things. That's also a different show. <laughs> so them two different things. Um, I can break that down real quick though. Um, the the composing creative work is the lyrics that you write that you write your taker. And if you have a producer who did the production, it's the composing work. So the composing work of the actual body of the work that you put your layers on top of it, that person really owns that composing work before you, which is the producer. But the overall composing work, finished product is the masters you own. You know what I'm saying? So that's how, that's why you need your, that's why you need your ASCAP, and that's why you need your uh, uh, um, your uh, sound scan. Um, uh, it's another uh, a piece of um, a company too that you need to get your worldwide uh, uh, check. And that they also separate that too for the producer and for the artist. And then I'm saying, so when you do sell your masters to somebody, you know what I mean. You're selling the finishing work to somebody, but the composing creator composer still owns the rights of that. So whoever owns it gonna have to report to their lawyer and say, yo, I own the master of this piece. Then they had to change the paperwork to make sure that that producer still get his cut. If they use it for commercials, if they use it for a soundtrack or they use it for, you know what I'm saying? For uh, on, on social media or, or podcasts and that nature. You know what I mean? So let's make that very clear. So, in royalties only, who makes more money, indie artists or the mainstream artists? Uh, so the mainstream artists, is, that's why they on a grind. That's why these mainstream artists' process of doing other other things like mixtapes and merch, um, doing small shows on their own. Um, you know what I mean? Because you know there's certain contracts that on a 360 deal, you can't do your own show on the side that's pretty much a conflict of interest but they do have deals where they have windows open you can do your own small shows uh, of a certain uh audience uh uh count that's in that in that venue um is i think i think um uh um i forgot what artists that got signed and said that you can't do a show that holds more than uh i think he said a thousand people if not the the record label gets a percentage or the your your executive or whatever it may be might get a get a percentage, uh you know of that you know what I mean. Good morning, Devonair in the building, Bam Fam in the building, the legendary Guru Diviner Devonair. Uh, you know they definitely doing anything. Uh, no doubt, yeah, 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 no doubt. It's just saluting to even Rush Network, but yeah, you know what I mean. So, um, uh, same thing with my man, my boy Devonair. They was all they was independent coming up and then they got uh i don't know what deal did divine devonair get did you guys get a distribution deal or did you guys get a regular record deal or independent record deal or did you guys just get a management deal uh coming up um uh, um the band fam uh you know because i knew you guys was always on the road you always had you always had a good team um you always had a good backing what y'all was doing, y'all, you always had a good team. Every time I seen you guys, you always had a management, a road manager. You always had uh, 
a, a, a marketing executive that ran things. But I know you guys did mostly all the footwork too. You know what I mean? Because I mean, me and Devin have conversations plenty of time. They said they did they did 80% of the footwork, but you know, they just needed that guidance. What type of deal, if you mind, if you don't mind putting it in the, in, in the post, of deal that did Divine and Devonair had in the 80s when you guys was definitely on your grind. So this is when y'all did that first big tour when I didn't see you guys for like eight months. Um, and I was a fan then. Y'all didn't even know me, and I didn't know you guys at the time, but I was a fan then. But I knew you guys was doing some things. I, knew, I was around your cousins and family members and all that, and you guys, and y'all was on a roll for like eight months uh, that year. I don't forgot what year it was, but, you know, uh, I'd like to definitely, definitely know what type of, deal that you have and then do you overstand and understand that um the royalties back then um you know that's why i got this here who makes more money in the artist versus the mainstream uh you know what i'm saying uh he said uh had around 21 selective sounds okay and a lot of the distribution came through select sounds with the great team we had okay all right um you know so 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 with select sounds, did the deal was the deal was it a 50 50 80 40 i mean what was it was it anything in that nature or did y'all did y'all own the masters uh did you guys own the composing work far as the production wise because i know you guys did a lot of production too um how did that work because back then um it was kind of different in the industry than it is now uh because everything was was no digital everything was straight analog and everything was straight physical so you know, saying because I, you know, saying just to give them a little idea, uh, uh, just a little idea of of what you guys was going through to give these indie artists that's in the digital world have a better understanding, understanding the difference between those two things. Uh, you know what I mean? Yeah, no doubt. Yeah, cause um, yeah, no doubt. Yeah, no doubt. Appreciate it. Um, yeah, because you know. Those things makes a big difference in the game, and that's why I keep, that's why I break it down. and And it's, it's funny that uh, Jertek, you said that uh, you know, you, you know, you you said that you you felt that the mainstream was getting paid, and y'all was or both. Um, but when it comes to royalties, they they put they being they be, they in your pockets, everything. Yeah, I didn't think about it like that, but yeah, yeah, they and everything. A, a three sixty deal means a three sixty deal. That means any move you make, they get paid. That's a 360 deal. Anything that you do, I don't care if you're doing a feature with somebody, they're getting a cut. Oh, you doing a feature with who? Uh, uh, Nicki Minaj, they do, she doing it for free? Oh, yeah, we definitely get that. We, we get 30%. That's on the contract. We get 30% of the of the royalties of that, of your money, of your half. So if it's 50-50, you do a joint with Nicki Minaj, and Nicki Minaj didn't pay you, didn't pay you, didn't, you didn't pay her to do a feature, and it's a 50-50 split, and they taking 30% of your half? What the hell? You know, that's how the game goes. That's how the game goes for you uh, mainstream artists who, you know. So any artists need to be, uh, uh, you know, I have a little typo. I didn't even see that typo right there. <laughs> uh, uh, you know, excuse the typo, everybody. Excuse the typo. Uh, uh, no doubt. Um, uh, you know, that's why I need an assistant, but, um, but yeah, you know, you know, doubt. um, we made most of our money because we were independent labels, independent label. Yeah. More of the money came home to us. 
Uh, as an artist, we didn't want to sign a major deal. It was told that it was better to stay independent. Yeah. Yeah, and like I said, independent, there's a lot of good independent labels out there that's giving a lot of the artists the forefront of their money. Uh, like I said, shout out to Griselda, shout out to Gucci Man, uh, uh, you know, even shout out to G Unit, because even 50 was giving a lot of the artists that. That's why I don't understand the 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 hassle with the Lloyd Banks situation and all that. And it must be a personal situation. I know it can't be a business money situation because, uh, you know, 50 made that clear. That he was he he was all about the artists and giving them the form from because his his signing with Shady Aftermath was different than what he gives to his artists. Um, you know what I mean? Um, because Dr. Dre was learning from Interscope how to run a business, so he used that same concept and then he passed it on to 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 Shady, and then Shady figured out a way to where he could still leave a window open for artists. So that's why he started. Uh, uh, signing label deals. That's why he gave Griselda a label deal, not a record deal. Uh, so therefore they can control their business and still get his percentage on top of it. And he, you know, and do an album under Shady Records. And then that was a whole different other deal. So it's like it's so many things in between in these business and this contract to do. I was signed to a distribution deal. I was signed to Main Man Records. Main Man Records was signed to a distribution deal with Sony. The first year we had a two-year deal, you know what I'm saying? They owned the the masters of the work because at that time, I was in the group and I was trying to tell my my co uh, 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 workers in my group that they need to not sign because they wanted to get on TV, they wanted to get on the one system park, they wanted to get into the you know all that type of stuff. So I was I, I went with it because that because I I let the artists I let the artists. Uh, that was in the group with me be the head and I just I'm I was just a guy in the group and I'm also was management on the side. So, you know, I did a couple of tracks off the album and all that type of nature. But they the uh, me didn't understand that in the contract at that time, because we didn't get a lawyer to after the fact. Uh, but then I understood a lot of things that was going on in the contract. Uh, that even the time that when they came to my house and said that I owed them three thousand uh, dollars. Number one is, <laughs> you know, they left a window open for us to do mixtape because that was the mixtape game at the time. This was around two thousand and four, um, two thousand and four, two thousand and five, around there. And so, you know, we was allowed to put the logo on there. We was allowed to put the Sony logo. And then at that time, it was a transition. It was also a transition with, um. Sony to Universal, and Universal kept the doors open also for the label, which was Main Man Records at the time, to open up some windows too, to where they could make extra money with the group or the artists that they were signed with. They had an alternative group that was signed to them also that was doing good. They was out of Arizona. We was out of South Carolina. You know, I was the artist out of Buffalo in the group. So, you know what I mean? So, these are the things that was twisted that I didn't understand or understand at that time until I we got a lawyer. He broke it down. He was like, you don't actually owe them 3000 but you do owe them a percentage of, of the name of what y'all was doing to proceed this, this composing work, what was a mixtape. And he was like, even though you own the, the, the writers of it, and we use industry beats for mixtapes, that's when mixtapes, you can use industry beats and rhyme over them and all that and do that. And we remix them and you can put them 
as a promotion use only. And so we did that. So since the work was already on top of somebody else's co-posing work and it was promotion use only, it was promotion for radio and for the streets and for the fans and to build a fan base to help the label present something so we can redo an album through the label. And that's how that thing worked. And um, so, so that was like a contradiction type of contract to where we owe them, but we didn't owe them. And the lawyer was like, they would throw that out of court. They wouldn't even fight with that. So if they ever did take you to court saying you owe them this money, it would the, the case would be dropped automatically because it's a contradiction of of you know, do I owe them? No, this I don't own this composing work. Yes, I did the lyrics. Yes, we use a promotional tool to market ourselves for the label and everything to push the label to push their brand, which is us, which was the eighty five South Click, and um you know what I mean. That was the name of the rap group, and so. That was a seesaw in court. He said they wouldn't take that to court because that case would be dropped and everybody would be in debt off that. You know what I mean? Um, back then it was tough. Uh, yeah, and you you, you know, Divine and Devonair on our masters, our music. Uh, to you know, today they still own it. Um, and make sure they own the rights of our masters. That's what's up. See. See, so they was already, they was ahead of their time back then. This, what year was this, uh, band fam? This probably was what, when y'all first got signed? Was it 86, 87? Um, because they was ahead of their time. Because a lot of people wasn't doing that, what they're doing. It wasn't too many independent labels doing what they was doing. So that was a blessing to have that in our city, Select Sound Records uh, on Kimmore. Um, I remember I tried to go there to do a recording. And they was talking about $120 an hour. Uh, you know, I wanted to rob that place. I ain't gonna hold you. <laughs> awesome. I was bad to say I was hating. I was hating. <laughs> Straight up. I was I was thirsty too. Homeless on the street. <laughs> Boy, I was I was hot. I was straight high. I was 38 hot on that right there, man. Um, you know what I mean? Uh good morning, good morning, Brooklyn, the brown table. Yeah, one of the hot, you know, one of the hot amazing podcasts. Y'all need to go ahead and check that out. Um we were blessed to have the rights, the right people behind us to make sure that we were protected. Uh, uh, yeah, no doubt, um, because of the artists we was getting beat, getting beats. Okay, okay, all right. So they let y'all, they let y'all pretty much, pretty much be flexible of what y'all wanted to do. Um, they, 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 they seen your vision. That's that's what I can see. They seen your vision. Um, they love what y'all was doing, and they let y'all do y'all that, which is cool. Um, you know, I know a lot of people that was behind you guys, and a lot of people that say they was behind you guys that that was getting you know, that's capping, you know, that that you know back then too. But, um, but I know you guys was definitely um putting that work in. You know what I mean? Yes, yeah, salute to DJ Larry Loud, no doubt. You know what I mean? You know, anybody, anybody see that DJ Larry Loud uh, a commercial that I got on this joint, man? That joint fire. Uh, I had to do that for my bro. Uh, you know, all the artists definitely bring your music to the bro and do the do. Straight business back, back on the ground, on, on the ground, uh, on the ground, in, in hearing, and uh, in hearing it. Yeah, yeah, no doubt, no doubt. Uh, but you know, but see, see, one thing I, people gotta understand too is um, that back then it was so many affiliate companies that came together because everybody didn't want to use their whole bag and take a risk. You know what I mean? And take a risk to 
do something if you know because people didn't want to get in debt off of one artist so it was always four or five other labels or executives that invested you know what i mean back then because think about it even in the 90s think about who was behind uptown you know what i mean andre rail and his partner who was a rap group you know what i mean back in the day you know what i'm saying uh 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 you know those who don't know andre real rest in peace you know what I mean? And he got involved with another company that helped Uptown Records. Uptown Records was also connected to uh, Clyde Davis, who was the head honcho of the industry, which he still is. You know what I mean? Multi-billionaire. And um, so they was connected with three other different companies that helped people get into the game um, and, 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 and do things. So that's what Puffy came in, was an intern for Uptown Records. He was an intern for Uptown Records, and then he got fired. Then when he got fired, he already built relationships while he was there. Now, let's tie that down to, come on, artists, you got to you get build relationships. He built a relationship with the people that was behind him, and he knew Andre, I mean, he knew um, Clyde Davis, and Clyde Davis gave him $70 million to start Bad Boy. And he signed Craig Mack. A month later, he signed Biggie. Three months later, he signed Faith. And the rest is history. And he paid Clyde Davis back less than five years. Less than five years, he paid him his $70 million back with the additional $350 million. Less than five years. You know what I mean? Off of knowing the business of what's going on, so that's why I tell people on on this on this this show right here, in royalties only, who makes more money, indie artists? That's a typo right there. Sorry about that, y'all. You know, uh, you know, I type fast. Uh, you know, I wanted my, I was, I don't even know how much I type a minute now, but I do. I pretty good, I do pretty good. But uh, artists versus mainstream artists, who makes the most money? In royalties. Uh, you know what I mean? No doubt, no doubt, no doubt. What up, what up, what up? Uh, he said that was 1985 that they got signed to Select Sound Records in 85. Wow. I remember that. I I, I was going to say like 87, but 85. Yeah, I was say, yeah, 85. That's about right. Because that's when, because you guys, I didn't know you guys, and I was a fan. Um, when I first heard you guys, but, you know, they was played on the radio on WBOK, but my first time hearing Divine and Devonair wasn't on the radio. It was actually at a skating ring, roller ring. They used to play their music. All that, I don't know who the DJ was on New Skateland, but they used to always, that, that one song, they used to, I forgot the name of the song, but they used to play that song. Every time when you first come in the skating ring, that was the opening song. And then it was also the closing song before they closed up. It was a Divine and Devonair song at New Skateland and Skateland, both of the Skatelands, one on, on East Ferry and the one that used to be by Thruway Mall. And we used to always go skating all the time. And that's when I first heard them. And then when they said, when, they, when the DJ said it was from Buffalo, that's when it got my attention. And then maybe like a year later, I heard them on WBOK on rotation. Um, you know, and um, that's when I was like, okay. These brothers from Buffalo, 
I got to meet these guys. I was in the music. I was in, I was building to be an artist at the time. I said, I'm going to meet these cats. If they're in the hood, I'm going to meet these cats. I'm going to find my way to meet these cats. And I did. Um, and I did. I, I, I knew where they stayed at. I was a groupie, y'all. I was a groupie. I was in front of, you know, the ex-band ex fam. He'll tell you. I was in front of his house waiting for him to ride up the street. You know what I'm saying? Coming from out of town or coming from Dallas or Cleveland, whatever they was doing the show at. And then, you know, and I used to knock on his door, knock on his door on his, on his, on his car. And he used to roll the window down and give me a pound and talk with me and, and all that. He was, you know, he, he, he was a, he was a good, he was a good, um, good egg for fans. Um, he, he's real good. And that's good. I tell artists to make sure you be good with your fans. He was very good with me. Uh, uh, you know what I mean? Yeah, Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde. That's right. Andre Rea was Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde, and then they start the record company uptown through two other companies. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, no doubt. That's right. That's right. You know what I'm saying? And, and a lot of people don't know that. A lot of people don't know that Andre Rea was a rapper. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? They think he was straight business. He 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 learned he he learned from his management team. If he, he has a he uh Andre Rea, they're having a um documentary coming out on um on youtube not youtube but a documentary coming on uh, i think netflix or bet plus on andre rail how he got started and i seen a little clipping of it um uh, um p diddy is the executive producer on this documentary he's behind it and um that he had his management was a, a jewish community uh 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 company and they didn't know too much about the music business but they wanted to invest on what he wanted to do and they had friends in the industry that was doing music, and that's how he learned about the music. He learned with his management, and they just built things from there, and he started Uptown Records uh, and all that. So, yeah, 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 Mike Murray, you right. You right. That's a fact. Uh, you know what I mean? So now you know, Jertaker, you know, in royalties only, who makes the most money, indie artists versus mainstream Uh Indie artists will always win. They're making the most money. Um, if you take any artist that's in the game, like Drake, when he first started as an artist and he got signed to cash money, and you put your music up with his music in royalty terms, you're getting paid more than Drake. Uh, this is just only royalties, not the extra stuff he was doing, the extra little show, straight royalties. Uh, yes. And you are just going to always win. So for that mindset that people was learning on this edition of the pop-up show with the Joker, um, you be very careful of if you want to get signed. Uh, you know, like like Dorian, a uh, group uh, A2 said, he said, if you get signed, you you stupid as hell. <laughs> He, he 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 straight gangster with it. He said, "You stupid as hell if you get signed to any type of label." Now, for me, my opinion on it, Jer Taker is, I'm not gonna tell people not to get signed, but long as you get signed and it works for you, know the do's and the don'ts. And the number one thing that you should have on your list is I want to own my masters. I want a window where I can do my own shows. 
Now, if you want to put together a tour, I will give you an extra percentage. I won't give you the 15, 20% that an average person will get for a show. I will give you 50% of my show money if you put together a tour. But leave that window open that I can still do my own independent shows. Own my masters and also give me uh, at least 50% of my pro, my ASCAP. You know what I mean? And I will give you 50% of publishing. You know what I'm saying? That's the type of deal I will get. That's the type of deal. You know what I'm saying? And I have I have I have I have a whole shelf up here with 13 different contracts with 13 different companies right now that I want to sign the joke with Overlook MC right now. Including Rock Nation. You know what I mean? And um, no, I'm not gonna sell my soul, my work, or nothing. They know what I want, and I'm gonna get it. If you're gonna give me that, I will be independent. And I'll keep on teaching artists like you guys, independent. And I'm going to keep building on these platforms and keep doing what I'm doing to help others make those right decisions to where you don't have to worry about no issues 20 years later, 30 years later, uh, when your song is still rising. Because your song is still rise without being in the top 10, top 100, top 200, because this digital world is different. It's a different funnel. You got people right now that's that's making it. Tons of money independent, like my boy Tech Nine, who gets paid more than anybody in the industry right now, including Jay Z, Eminem, Lil Dirt. Tech Nine getting paid more than any of them in the industry right now when it comes to royalties. He's killing it. And if you look at his net worth on Google, all that money that he's making is all from royalties. That's not counting merch. He made it very clear. That's not counting merch. That's not counting the money I make off my shows. That's not counting anything. That's all royalty money. That's what he's worth on. You know, matter of fact, if you can, uh, if you have extra device, can you search Tech Nine to see how much his net worth is? And that net worth, that net worth is nothing but royalties. Don't got nothing to do with shows, merch, nothing extra. Straight royalties. He is actually getting paid than anybody in the industry right now. Especially in the hip hop industry in the urban community. He is getting paid more than anybody right now. It says roughly around eighteen, twenty million. That's all royalties. Now he said if he reports his shows, if he report report his merch, if he report his features that he get paid for, all that, he he said he would be almost close to a billion. He said that out of his mouth. $20 million he is worth. That's all royalties, man. So that means you're trying to tell me that Eminem is not making $20 million in royalties every quarter? Because Dre, you got to pay Dre. You got to pay Interscope. You got to pay 50. 50 getting a percentage. You got to keep everybody in his pockets. Whoever was executive at that time, whoever was manager at that time, they still getting a percentage. Everybody is in his pockets. But Tech Nine, nobody is in his pockets. He gets all that. So, you know, just just wanna be, you know, keep it like that. You know, yeah, yo, anybody that's that's on Facebook right now, I do not see I do not see your uh comments. You got to go to IBP Media Group on YouTube, subscribe, like, share, put your comments in. I would love to s- s- 
see in your comments and your um how you feel and what's on your mind and all that good stuff so let the people know so we can let people know on the radio which is 514onlinemix.com uh you know you can definitely listen there too um elaborate with us on this man how you feel about uh you know the indie artists how you feel about the mainstream how you feel about the business um and what would you do different your taker um i feel i feel that you know when it comes to being an indie artist that you know the advantages are there and that you know a lot of people should take advantage of them i think it's i think in a sense it's kind of fair because even with the record labels and whatnot when they're trying to sign artists and whatnot they're they're in it to make money for themselves and try to take the artist and build them up so that they can take more money for themselves and give money to the artist. But the problem is with that is in a, in a sense that, you know, even though, even though they might be able to build that artist up, you know, they're still taking, you know, a lot of money, which, you know, for some, some people that's not what they want, even though they think that's what they want. Yeah. And um, it'd be, it'd be like that. But I mean, it's, it's fair because it's in the contracts. So, I mean, you could, you could see it all before you get into it. So I mean, in my in my in my opinion, it's fair. Yeah, and, some some artists want you know might want to just build themselves up. Well, right, maybe they right. don't think they can build themselves up, so they want help building themselves up. Right, and so right. they uh they're willing to lose that money because of that. So I mean, I think it's fair. No doubt, I think it's fair. And, and I, I like I like you know a lot of people always say that Diddy was robbing people this and that and the third. No, he wasn't. He was doing business. Let's make that very clear. He was doing business. Uh, Understand you are an artist, and a business got to know all sides. That's a fact. And that's funny that you you said that, Mike Murray, because my boy Big Mike right there, uh, Brooklyn, the brown table, the building, um, that when Diddy was talking about the May situation, you know what I mean? Um, You know, the back and forth situation. Um. I noticed that a lot of artists that get signed, especially in the nineties and early two thousands, um, they want to put everything cause you're signed. You put everything on the label to do all the footwork and work and all that. But, um, it's not the label's job. They're giving you an opportunity. And the main thing I like about Diddy was like me knowing the business now, me understanding, overstanding, and understanding the music business now without a lawyer is when he's when you when he's having those conversations on the Breakfast Club. If you listen to that or watch that Breakfast Club interview of P. Diddy, and if you listen to the words he was saying about how things work, and the main thing you got to understand what he said is that every artist that he signed to Bad Boy, he gave them. The key word is an opportunity, an opportunity. That opportunity is a window in that contract somewhere where he leaves that window wide open for you to go into to where you can make money and make just as much money as him. Or even if the contract is done, you can still make that money. But now lawyers, entertainment lawyers is not going to let you know that. Unless you have a personal lawyer that understand, overstand, know the business and understand that that money can be a part of his too if he's still his lawyer. And 
and, and, and give a separate contract to where I will be your lawyer for the next 10 years, 20 years, whatever it may be. And they see the vision of what you're trying to do. Then is a better understanding of what's going on with that contract with that lawyer. But I've noticed most of the people that was signed to uh, a bad boy is that they kept that window cracked. They didn't leave it open because they felt that the things that they were doing, it didn't make sense to them because of the money didn't seem right. Um, of course, the money don't seem right because the fact is the money is right. You just feel some type of way because you didn't pay attention to the contract. Um, you know what I mean? Uh, so, you know, these are the things that I listen to. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, you know, I saw your struggle and, and, uh, and grateful to see you progress. And so, you know, yeah, no doubt. Appreciate it. You know, uh, I was, you know, definitely live on the streets. You look up, became podcast. Rap pioneer, you know, no doubt. Appreciate it, man. Appreciate it. People, a lot of people don't know my story. You know, a lot of people don't know my story. Um, you know, if you know my story, God bless you. And if you don't know my story, listen to the music. And I am in the process of putting together a documentary also, too, uh, in 2023. A documentary of the Pack Crew and a documentary of myself, of what's really what's going on in the 90s, of what I've been through and uh, and all that. And, uh, and those... And those, I'm going to put a piece of my music video uh, uh, probably on this platform to the documentary video. That song represents when I was homeless, uh, produced by my man Chilling Davis. And, uh, you know, that's on YouTube right now. And I'm going to, you know, uh, uh, re-release that video and everything. But, yeah, um, definitely, you know, um, when, you know back to the to D situation, he left windows open. There's only a few people that were signed to Bad Boy that left that actually took that and ran with it. You know what I mean? It actually works for them. Um, you know, shout out to like the one twelves. They still on tour doing what they do and he left that window open for them to continue making money today to where he don't get that money. He let them get that money. Um, you know, and he also gave uh, uh he also gave an opportunity to where he gave a project to um to Mace. But if you listen to the conversation on the Breakfast Club that he said it was he gave it to him, but it was also a contract behind it. But he had to do a couple things that need to be done in his behalf of keeping that project and keeping that money. But Mace didn't uh he violated the contract. So now he owes Diddy $3 million. You know, it's a lot of things. It's a lot of things that you got to do and understand in the contract, especially people like Diddy. Diddy understood, especially when he was signing people like he, that he, that people don't know he was Nicki Minaj. He signed a management deal with Nicki Minaj when she was signing the young money. Um, you know what I mean? And also, um, it was also another deal with DJ Cali had a deal with Nicki Minaj also which was, uh, um, I think it was road management or even um, show promotion or uh, a show uh, uh, a show agent or whatever it may be. You know what I mean? Shout out to Prince Killer in the building, no doubt. One of the hardest working artists out of Buffalo. What up, Prince Killer? You know what I mean? And, um, yeah, yeah, so one, yeah, 112 got a concert coming to Atlanta. See, he did he left that window open that they could still do a, do a show and he don't touch that money. 
And they can use the bad boy logo. And they can use the Diddy name and all that for free. He leaves windows open in the contract so you can make money to take care of your family and make sure your kids go to college and all that. He left windows open in the contract. You know what I mean? You people that if you want to get signed, at least understand what windows is open to where you can make money and capitalize off it. You know what I mean? That's why. And, and, and guess what? Don't be afraid. If you have an entertainment lawyer, don't be afraid to ask them. What did that mean? What does this mean? Is any windows where I can make money to where they can't, you know, you got to ask them. You got to ask your lawyer and they definitely will read it and let you know, well, you could make money here. Then, you know, he don't, you know, it says right here, you can do this, that, and the third, but this don't proceed to the company to this, that, and the third, and the contract, and you can make money in this area. And you also can make money in this area. On the digital side, you know what I'm saying? This and that, boom, boom, boom. And they break everything down on the contract that this don't proceed to the company, LLC of this person name, da, da, da. And they break it down in detail in the contract. So, you know, I'm just saying, you know, I'm just what's saying. Your, uh, what's your opinion on the uh, small little labels that are like the ones where you stay independent, but they have you invest in yourself in order to grow? Break that down. Get break that down again. Let me. I gotta hear so me. the lab, the labels that main, let you maintain your independence, but they kind of just have you. They kind of gear you into the right direction by having you invest in yourself and do certain things to basically hold your hand into the process of certain things. Uh, what do you think about those? I I, I I like that. That's real good. But see, what you gotta understand that is is also a loophole in there too, and that loophole is they gotta approve everything you do. Yes. Yeah. And a lot of artists have a problem with that. I know I do. Yeah. You know, you're not going to tell me that I can't release Never Die because I had the word die in my song. True. Yeah. You're not going to sit here and come to my face and tell me, I, you know, you know, did not, now the now the east side of Buffalo six dudes, Billy Devlin coming out of me. I might smack the shit out of you. <laughs> you're not going to sit here and tell me something that that's that's the. I wrote I write these things and stuff on the heart of my sleeve and I take it personal. This is a mental health song that helps me cope. And then you have a whole company cutting thinking about the green tell me I can't do a certain song because I have the word die in my song. A lot of artists have issues with that. So it's good to get that contract, but then now you they gotta get approved. You gotta get approved of your logo. You gotta get approved of, of everything. If they're gonna hold your hand and support you and let you be independent and hold your hand. There's always a loophole. True. You know what I mean? So when you get those contracts, you got to understand what loophole is, is what's the loophole. So you're going to ask questions like you asking questions to me right now. Got my tea right here. <laughs> <laughs> Prince Keller says he's getting his tea. Yeah, yeah, you know what I mean? Like, you know, like, you know what I mean? You, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah no, no doubt, no doubt. Um, no doubt. And, and that did right. Yeah, that that's definitely a, 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 a good question. You know what I mean? But you know, every every contract that that's out there has a loophole, has a loophole somewhere, and and, and that's why, you know, it's you know that's again, I'm gonna say it again. These entertainment lawyers is with the companies, even though you hired them, they're with the companies. You don't think they? You don't think before you had that meeting, they had coffee and donuts talking over? What they finna speak about on the on the about the contract? You don't think they're taking him out to dinner? You don't think that that he's taking, inviting him over to his house, flying him in, 
from L.A. to Miami discussing these things before they get into front of, front of you with the contract? I didn't see it happen. I was signed to Sony. I was with Universal. I went to a, I got, I got a story to tell real quick. <laughs> this, is, this is kind of crazy. When we first got signed to Made Man Records, and we, you know, in the distribution, and the distribution on the contract was, um, 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 I think it was the second contract when they, when the um Sony contract got, uh, expired, and then they they picked Universal. We had to re-sign that part of the contract over again. The other part was still good. Um, before they did that, they actually was in. We walked into the office. The office was in Virginia. Uh, uh, Blacksburg, Virginia. Uh, that's when Universal had an office there at Blackbird, right near the campus of Virginia Tech University. Um, and we went into the office. And when we walked into the office, when the secretary said we can go in, they actually had footage or a VHS tape when they them on vacation in Miami and all that and eating caviar on a yacht. And doing all this, and they was like, "Yeah, we did this last week," and da da da. And I'm like, you know, and I, and I, and I took heed of that. Like, yeah, these cats was, these cats was actually hanging out. What? How, how my entertainment lawyer and them was hanging out? I what the? And that let me know that they into hoops together. Don't get it twisted. If you hire an entertainment lawyer, trust me, they know something about that company. They know somebody they didn't hung out with, and trust me, they didn't. They know each other. Even if they haven't met, they didn't talk on LinkedIn or they probably talked on Instagram like we talk like on this t- platform. They know each other. Yeah. You know, no doubt, no doubt. Yes, I yes, that's indeed. That's, and, and, and insurance and insurance is very important. Uh, they definitely put that in in a lot of those contracts now, especially these contracts in the 2000s. Uh, you know, you know, what I'm saying it's a little bit different. You had to get your own insurance back in the day. Um, you know, um, you know, especially if you're independent. Um, you know, Band Fam, Devonair, tell you that he they had to get their own insurance. Uh, and and uh, behind you know, independent, and that probably cost the arm and the leg too. Uh, you know, and that, you know that's a whole nother show. Um, but um, yeah, definitely. So you know, and these cats hang out. So let's make this clear. You know, you got to be honest. I got to be honest with y'all. Like these, these, these. These independent lawyers and these labels, they know of even these independent labels now. They're connected with a major label somewhere. They might not be doing business, but they know each other. They're affiliated somehow. Oh, that's my friend. That's my homeboy. That's my homegirl. Uh, so-and-so, so-and-so. Uh, I know Mrs. Davis. Me and her have an amazing relationship. She used to work for Def Jam. Now she worked for DJ Cali. She's my mentor. You know what I mean? Um... She um she let me know a couple things behind the scenes of how these things work. You know what I mean? And in her being a black woman in the game is more tough because you know she sees and hears things. She's a very strong black woman and she definitely don't take no smack and she know martial arts and all that and she has a gun permit and she, yeah, she gangster in the game. She ain't letting nobody in this industry push her over. Uh, you know, and she's an executive. You know, and she makes sure that the artist know business before she brings uh, anything to uh, uh, DJ Cali's team or whatever it may be, whatever position she's in. I know she's an executive. I don't know what executive tier she's in, but I know she works for um um 
I know she worked for uh, We The Best Music, and uh, she used to work for Def Jam. She's been my mentor ever since I've managed Miss Mitra, who is Diamond Rock right now. Um, you know what I mean? And um, we've been close ever since. Uh, you know, since the MySpace days, and she still she followed me on Instagram, and she even tuned in, probably tuned into the show. Uh, you know, and uh, and all that. But uh, she is definitely good people. But she lets me know a lot of things that's actually going down. Uh, uh, you know what I'm saying? You know, yeah, yeah, it should. Uh, that's the power of you artists. You know, you know what I'm saying? Uh, that's a part of you artists. You should get get together and put together in, in some form of insurance policy business. Um, you know, I think that could be a, that could be a good thing for artists that's definitely getting signed. But uh, you know, like I said, some people still out here getting signed. Some people still want to get signed because they want that Drake status. They want that MTV. They want that BET awards. They want that. You know what I mean? And and, and that's the route that Benny the Butcher is going right now. You know what I'm saying? You know, but he making sure that window is open to where he can do certain things. But now since he was Def Jam, those a lot of those windows is getting closed. You have noticed that he's not coming out with a song every week like he was when he was just with Griselda. You know what I mean? You can see that he really can't move the way he want to move because he got to go through the pro- protocol of what need to be done. You know what I mean? Because that's a different company. Snoop Dogg helped him out with that label. Snoop Dogg is the president of Def Jam right now. So, you know what I'm saying? So, it's like, you know, this is just 100. I'm just telling you how it is. You notice that he's not coming out with a mixtape every month uh, 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 back when he was with Shady. Uh, you know, You know, these are the things. These are the things that slows it, but he still have a brand because he's still doing things. He's still doing pop-ups and stuff like that. That's probably one of the windows that's open on his contract that he can still do pop-ups and he can still do features. He can still get that money. He still can get his merch and all that. See, his merch, he do a merch, a new piece of merch every week now. He do more merch now than he ever done because he still got to take care of his family and do what he got to do while he's finishing up the album with Def Jam. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, and he's still with Griselda. So he still got to pay West Side Gun. You know, he still got to pay Rock Nation as being his management team. He still got to pay his distribution team, which is Empire. They still in his pockets. You see what I'm saying? You know? So for people like Prince Killer versus Benny the Butcher, who's getting paid more in royalties? Prince Keller. Prince Keller. In royalties only, who makes the most money? Indie artists versus mainstream. Benita Butcher is now mainstream. Prince Keller independent. You know what I mean? In royalties, Prince Keller making more money than Benita Butcher. On a business aspect of royalties. Yeah, no doubt. Right, right. They even rushed network here on the head. That's why he got the independent insurance agency. You know what I mean? Look that up. Google that. They have a lot of them, man. They got nice small companies that's doing amazing too. Um, thinking of insurance, um, independent insurance agencies. Um, shout out to um, um, what's my man name that paid for used to play basketball of um Phillips. From the NBA, uh, last name Phillips, he owns an, an, an uh, independent agency also, and is worldwide. He's like one of the first black worldwide independent agencies in the world right now. As one of the first black men to do it, uh, Phillips, NBA uh, retirement, 
he has that. You can look him up. Um, he has on his website, and he has good, good, good quality um uh, payments too, real cheap. Um, depends on the label, life insurance, anything like that. Uh, yeah, responsibility to get your music out and make you money. Yeah, that's a fact. And they also set you up to kill you. I'm just saying, just saying. I I, I thought out loud on that one. Just saying. <laughs> just saying. Awesome. I'm just saying. I mean, you know, I gotta I, I squeeze that in there real fast. So the analytics uh don't do it, and they might they might pause that. They might mute that on uh on the platforms. But uh yeah, uh it it it, it is what it is. Uh uh yeah, you said you said Prisket all day. You know what I mean. So y'all got to understand the business of everything that we're talking about here you know what i mean shout out to my fellow people on 514 online mix radio we see y'all monday with sadeja we see y'all monday with sadeja live on the show interviewing her on the show monday morning
time your name was brought up, I would act all nonchalant in front of an audience. Like you was just another shorty, I put the naughty on. But uh, truth be told, you threw me for a loop this whole. I'm too old to be fronting when I'm feeling Denzel and acting like you ain't appealing when you are. Stepping like you ain't my only girl when you are. I'm ready to stop when you are. A can't get a witty rap, cap 716. Y'all know who I'm with. I'm on the pop up show with the Joker. Come and talk to me. I really want to meet you, girl. I really want to know your name. Whoa, come and talk to me. I really want to meet you, girl. I really want to know your name. Oh, yeah. I'm okay. 